0: Remembering Return to Oz from Family Films Productions is available. To learn more and stream the film check out Disney's Return to Oz.com The film was released on May 17, 2022. The film is available at Vimeo On Demand. Join director Walter Merck, Feruza Balka, and more from the 1985 film.
1: Hi, and welcome to the Family Films Podcast. It's been a while since we have been with you, but we have some great shows for you, from the past and present. Are you ready? A number of years ago, Aaron Pass in Teen, Aaron Schultz, and Celia Foster conducted an interview with David Shire. This was recorded back in 2008, years before the Remembering Return to Oz documentary was even thought of. There is a lot of insight, about the music. If you love hearing what David had to say on, Remembering Return to Oz. You will love hearing this. Enjoy. Aaron.
2: Um, because I did read an article which I thought was kind of really where you said it. Follows, uh, kind of tells a story all on its own, like Peter and the Wolf. And I think that's a perfect way to say it because it does kind of, if I listen to the score, I can tell kind of what's happening in the movie in my mind. And I was wondering how the writing process of that would go. It just seems like it would take Walter, <laughs> the director, and I decided that we wanted a multi-themed score that had many themes, each related to individual characters. And of course, one of them supermodels for that is, is uh, Peter and the Wolf, but that was a deal that when we got all done we could play a suite for that and you'd be reminded of all the characters individually. So I worked on the themes for many weeks, and we would meet once a week or so, and I and studying the film and uh, hoping that the music comes sooner rather than later. <laughs> were they in, like drawn pictures when you were writing the for? Um, I saw pictures from the original uh, Frank Baum books plus the description in the script and um uh, Early shooting of the movie, I was able to see what the characters would look like between all. Be so unusual you know, a character like TikTok, for instance or the wheelers or, or they were all so unique and way way. you was used to getting it, basically any movie i
1: scored with Celia, did you have something to ask? I know you had some questions for him Um,
0: I have a question about um There's a musical score for uh, the original Wizard of Oz, but I thought it was interesting that with your approach to Return to Oz, um, how you chose to put a lot of different cues that were uh, that was popular music at the time, like what you did for the Ragtime March, and, the, and um, that scene being a, being a waltz. Um, was that your idea to do that or was that Walter's?
2: It there. For
0: um for different the different music cues like with the ragtime march where you
2: um,
0: um another of the
2: ground rules we came up with when we started, um was that we would make it each piece of music try to reflect environment the world she lived in so ragtime was an obvious uh, choice I mean I I love writing ragtime themes and uh, a home theme for instance which is like a chorale, would be like like maybe a hymn she heard in church and um usually were models like that for almost almost every theme, The TikTok theme like the old cornet, the uh, brass bands, uh, concerts that they used to give in parks, and, uh, and so on. So there, there were specific models like that. That's really interesting were, because Oz is definitely Dorothy's psyche, so you kind of put everything in everything that she would have heard for a time period, that's really intricate, that's maybe you that, you know, you could say the whole story is taking place in her hand, mm-hmm. that's her, her subconscious is writing the whole thing, the whole fantasy.
1: That's very interesting. Um, something I actually had been wondering about, Mr. Shire, when you were writing um, the music to return to us, uh, in particular like the ending score, for example. Was there um at one point maybe something at maybe perhaps maybe in the evening, late at night you were, were working on it, or did you kind of have a set time, you know, when you were working on these different pieces in the score?
2: So generally uh in the same process I use all the time. I did an early morning composer rather than a late at night. Uh, by a certain day and uh, that kind of sets the clock going and uh, I try once especially once I have the themes to turn out the required amount of music each day i pretty close to it some days a little more some days a little less but to average the two or three minutes a day that I need to do get the score finished on time because I hate the thought of getting trapped with. 20 minutes
1: to go, and to write it. Right. Come Aaron.
2: Um, because I did read an article, which I thought was kind of really where you said it follows. Uh, kind of tells a story all on its own, like Peter and the Wolf. But I think that's a perfect way to say it, because it does kind of, if I listen to the score, I can tell kind of what's happening in the movie in my mind, and I was wondering how the writing process of that would go. It just seems like it would take a <laughs> period Walter Walter the director and I decided that we wanted a multi-themed score that had many themes, each related to individual characters. And of course, one of the supermodels for that is, is uh, Peter and the Wolf. But that a deal that we got all done. A suite from one, and you'd be reminded of all the characters individually. So I worked on the themes for many weeks, and we would meet once a week or so, and I'd play and When I got a good one, we'd say that's, that's it for that character, and then I'd go on to another character. And uh, at the time, we were ready to start writing cues on well, the themes for all the different. Processes to work very closely with the director, like I do on all of the films before. Um, Hopefully, usually the director wants to engage in the performance. And um, uh, just sitting at the piano and improvising and studying the film and uh, like, drawn pictures when you were writing the car. Um, I saw pictures from the original uh, Frank Baum books, plus the description in the script, and um, early shooting of the movie. I was able to see what the characters would look like Kind of fun. It was a great deal challenging, but a great deal of fun uh, to write music for characters like that who were so varied A and B so unusual. You know, a character like TikTok for instance or the Wheelers or, or they were all so unique and you we
1: Neelay, did you have something to ask? I know you had some questions for him.
0: Um, I have a question about, um, you know, the, the musical score, there's a musical score for, uh, the original Wizard of Oz, but I thought it was interesting that with your approach to Return to Oz, um, how you chose to put a lot of different cues that were, uh, that was popular music at the time, like what you did for the Ragtime March and that and um, that scene being a being a waltz. Um, was that your idea to do that, or was that Walter's? You. For um, for different the different music cues, like with the Ragtime March, where you uh,
2: um. Another uh, of the ground rules we came up with when we started um was that we would make it each piece of music try to reflect music that dorothy would have heard her environment the world she lived in the ragtime was an obvious choice uh, i mean I, I love writing ragtime to themes and um for instance, which is like a corral, would be like like maybe a hymn she heard in church, and uh, usually were miles like that for almost almost every theme. The TikTok theme like the old cornet, the uh, brass band, uh, concerts. like that, All the way through. Hmm. That's get... really interesting, I never thought of it like that, where, because Oz is definitely Dorothy's psyche, so you kind of put everything in it, thing that she would have heard for a time period, that's really intricate. That's the yeah, that. You know, you could say the whole story is taking place in her head. Mm-hmm. That's her, her subconscious is writing the whole thing, fantasy.
1: That's very interesting. Um, something I actually had been wondering about Mr. Shire, when you were writing um, the music to return to us uh, in particular like the ending score, for example, was there um, at one point maybe something at maybe perhaps maybe in the evening late at night you were, were working on it or did you kind of have a set time you know when you were working on these different pieces in the score?
2: Generally uh in the same process I use always on my tent in early morning composer rather a certain amount of time and you divide the amount of music by the number of days you have and you know you have to get X amount of minutes
1: written right. uh,
2: by a certain day and that uh, kind of sets the clock going and uh, I try once especially once I have themes to turn out the required amount of music each day are pretty close to it some average the two or three minutes a day that I need to do, get the score finished on time because I hate the thought of getting trapped with 20 minutes to go and three days to write a
1: mission, right?
0: Right.
2: You're early enough, you can take walks through the woods and I either work a little at night, work a little in the morning, but once you have those feet, you have to start turning off the actual cues. It's fairly regular, fairly regular by the clock of the job.
1: Mm, that, that's interesting. Question,
2: though. Were you a uh, and, uh the Alfred Pop Books or the Wizard of Oz movie before the Return to Oz project was there anything was one book and only via the movie the Jenny Garland movie which when you compare it with the book is pretty much distant from it Right. the basic plot the visual style and everything so that's what his inspiration was the basic um, style and all the other uh, adventures that there were in those books and that, that, was, that was not that was to me
1: see you did you have something else to ask him
0: When I finally got managed to track down a copy, a CD copy of the score, I was a little, a little disappointed because um, I expected there to be a lot more music on it because there are some musical cues or music that was added into the movie that never made it on the on the CD. And well, I don't, I don't know if this is exactly a question or anything, but I just. But maybe someday that they can sort of release an album with all that missing music on it. Well, we have to
2: fight people that you have out. <laughs> there's about an hour of music on it. Yeah, right?
0: yeah about yeah. an hour. In the
2: movie, there's only an hour and twenty minutes of music, so there isn't really that much more. It's more of the transitional stuff, and I'm glad you appreciate that. Oh, yes. The idea was to make the album to compress it enough so that it would sound like a concert, straight, suite, something you could listen to, that would have musical structure and value away from the movie. You know, a lot of movie cues ramble on and or-
0: on me, especially as a young child, um, so I was just saying that, um, I was a little disappointed because I wanted all that music on there. Are you a composer?
2: Composer,
0: I just, I just love movie scores. Listen very carefully, I think in all the interviews I've ever had, nobody has ever said
2: that to me. (laughs) I wish they were. Really? Wow there had been more music when actually, I feel that of all the albums I've had, there's so much more music on that one than on that. Your, your biggest album
0: where you were, had the luxury of writing this complete score. Yeah, you know, I don't think we could
2: have to any anymore on that. They weren't, certainly, I mean, we had to fight to get a one CD album off, we weren't about to put a two CD. Uh, well, but at the time, the most music you could get on a CD was 70 minutes or 60 minutes, and I think there's, there's almost an hour or something. We were just thinking it would be very neat to be able to watch the film without any dialogue. and just like <laughs> you know your, your composer's dream. I mean, <laughs> the composers wish there were more people who just wanted to hear the music without... <laughs> Of course, the name of the game is that you're helping the movie to work, and uh, whatever value the music may have or it may not have in itself, it's there basically to serve the movie and to make the movie work better.